So how do you know if a potential employee is a dud or an A player? Now it's the burning question for everyone uh, when they're hiring. So in today's podcast, we're going to dive into the hiring process and give you a a massively important trick that's going to help you make the right decision. So tune in. Welcome to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where we talk about hands-on strategies that you can use in your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business to make more money, get some time back, and make your business less reliant on you. Hope you enjoy, and don't forget to follow. Hi there, Tony Fraser-Jones from Profitable Tradie. I'm your host today for the Profitable Tradie Podcast. Uh, Looking forward to uh, getting into a really thorny topic today, and I'm with my sidekick, Phil Smith. Well, I'm not really with you again, mate. You're uh, still on uh, COVID duty. That's it, mate. Uh, it's languishing at home in a, in a sea of snot and tears. You know oh, That's a nice thought. Um, <laughs> for those of you who are tuning in later, we had COVID. It was a thing uh, back then, so um, you might know what it's... You might have forgotten, but it's, it's definitely a thing, right? Yeah. Future Phil, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, maybe you can give me some words of advice because it's feeling bad right now, but I'm sure it's fine for you. Mate, you're, you're, you'll be back. Uh, so, man, what are we talking about today? Mate, we're talking about hiring. So uh, in particular, we're talking about getting the right people uh, and how you can do that without guessing or, or basically just taking pot shots and, and relying on luck. Uh, and really, we're going to be focusing on my favorite step in the hiring process, which I think is just absolutely key for making sure that you actually get this right and get the right people. That's um, that's a little bit of a teaser there, mate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, i got to keep you on the hook because I think the thing is this topic's not always that sexy, right? Um, you know, there's other parts that people tend to get fizzed up about job ads, where to put it, how to get it in front of people, all that kind of exciting stuff. What do I say when I have the dude in front of me? But today's topic is probably a bit less sexy, but honestly, like a, probably a bit more impactful. It's huge. It's uh, if there's one thing you want to do well when you're hiring, it's this thing. And we're going to do- uh, dive into it, uh, in- into it today. I think it's going to be juicy. So what do we call it? Well, should we tell them that now or should we just like... Well, I was thinking we're doing a good job of dangling it. Should we just dangle a bit longer? Okay. Or should we, should we, we can dangle. It? All right. Okay, yep. let's, dangle. Let's, let's dangle. Should we get into it? Let's get into it, mate. Off All right. Go. So I guess the thing is, if you, if you don't have a system for hiring, um, you've got a few problems. Like if you just make it up as you go along, uh, it's not ideal, right? And I, I don't know when you're flat out busy, you've got jobs, clients ringing you, um, and, and you desperately want someone. You know, there's a tendency just to... You know, if someone sends a CV and they look half de- decent, and you kind of like them and you have a chat, it's like, ah, awesome, jackpot! I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take them. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty hard work. You've been in the roof space all day, and you're crawling around, and you're covered in dirt, and there's all kinds of nasties up there. You come down, and you finally get that good CV pop through. I mean, you just want to jump it, eh? Feels get like you hit the jackpot. The yeah, when you, you can smell yeah. the the rat piss and all that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> That's it from the ceiling space is not not awesome um no. and so yeah the thought of sending someone else up there to to do the job is uh is kind of appealing right uh so <laughs> yeah <laughs> excuse me definitely. i think that covid's catching mate so um yeah like you you can just grasp at things and, and sometimes you can i guess what happens is you see what you want to see in people and you you take them at their word but you know, hiring's way too important to actually take someone at their word i mean you should trust people obviously but you need to test them and you need to make sure that they're actually good, and you need to do that uh, with a process in a in a thorough way. It's kind of like you're putting them through your own, um, you know, your SAS boot boot camp or your SEAL boot camp or whatever it is. You, know, you take your choice of special forces. 
the, op- the operators. I love that term, an operator. Special forces. Is, isn't special forces? Don't, don't <laughs> dude. Don't mock the special forces. That's crazy. Oh, are you, are you mad? Your voice, mate. I was mocking your little oh, you're, special forces. You're, you're mocking me. Okay. Um, appreciate that. Uh, but you do need to put them through like a, a boot camp, like a, a real, you know, proper process to see whether they're good or not. Hundred percent. And I think I think that's the thing is again when we talk about that that long hard day, you know, when when everything's just been difficult, you had two hundred bloody phone calls and it's all been flat out. You know, that whole thought of having to go through a a long and arduous process, potentially, if that's the way you're seeing it. Um, can be a turnoff, and I suppose that's why a lot of guys will just go down to the pub and uh, chuck out a couple of generic questions and have half a jug of beer with the guy and um, take them on. Yep, Whereas or, what we're really advocating for is more more process, doing this properly, and making sure that we put people through the ringer to find the right yeah, one. And look, and I I know if you if you're flat out busy and you're listening to this and you just you just need some help, it can feel a bit daunting, and I, I totally get that. Uh, but the thing is, um, a bad hire, well, it's kind of like a bad marriage. It's better to be unhappily single than unhappily married. Well, that's right. You know, so the better, spoil the bunch. Yeah, that's right. Better to have no one than have a bad employee because that's um, that ain't no fun. That's right. In fact, <laughs> what if we get it right? What's on what's on the cards if we can nail this? Well, I think you're going to feel really confident about hiring the right person. Uh, you'll get A players, so you're more likely to get the good people. Not only will you be able to figure out who they are, but because you've got a process and you look more professional, they're more likely to want to come and join you. And that's that's a really important point because when you're hiring people, it's it's like a sales process. You know, they're selling themselves to you. You've got to sell your business to them. Uh, and and in a lot of places, you know, the market for talent is it's fierce. Uh, you know, finding good A grade uh, trades, uh, people trades, um, or techs or whatever whatever you, you call them in your in your operation, you've got to stand out from the crowd. So you can get the best people. And I think that that's massive. You're going to build yeah. a team of winners, uh, and you know, at the end of the day, you're going to make more profit. You're going to have more cash. You're going to have a better lifestyle because you've got people you can rely on. You can get away for a break, um, have a holiday, and you know that things are going to be done properly. So it's it's kind of important. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Yeah, man. Um, speaking of important, do you remember that uh, that story we got from the member? Just recently, I don't, I don't want to get, drop a name of who it was from, but uh, there, there was a real doozy there, wasn't there? This is um, this is like the truth is stranger than fiction type thing. Like this is insane. So, um, and and I guess it's um, it's it's that thing where, <laughs> um, you know, you've you've interviewed someone and they and you thought they were great, they said all the right things, but it's kind of like they'd practice the interview. You know the old, hey, I've done this lots of times. I'm really good at interviews because I've done lots because I'm no good at working. Yeah, well, the best interviews are often the worst hires, right? Because they've done it before. They are like, uh, they are practiced at the art of, of interview deception. That's right. They're, they're kind of like criminals who should be locked up. <laughs> Is that too far? Oh, hey, man, nothing's too far when, uh, when we get into this topic, so... Well, I actually, I, I kind of feel like they should be put in employment jail anyway because um, I know as a business owner, you work dang hard and uh, the emotional cost or the mental cost, the stress cost of a, of a bad hire, it's enormous. Definitely. Anyway, right. we, we're talking about a story. So this is an actual story from one of our members. I've written it down here so I, don't, I get it right because it's kind of, kind of that weird that you wouldn't believe, believe it. So this is an actual story from one of our members. 
goes like this. The owner of a landscaping company uh, had a candidate, had, uh, had listed a, a reference down and was asked about their job performance. So he rated the candidate's performance, overall performance as better than any of the other crew members, best performer. Uh, he couldn't think of any weaknesses in the former employee's performance or, for that matter, any areas that really needed improvement. That's like jackpot, winner, ba-boom. Uh, but he also said, uh, and he also said the, the individual left the company on his own accord and was not fired. Happy days. However, when asked if he would hire this person again, he replied, no, in fact, the sheriff is still looking for him. He stole my truck when he left. So you folks wouldn't happen to know where he is right now, would you? It's like, oh dear. I want to press one of these buttons again. Can I do that? Oh no, it's not that one. It's that one. It's the fail. You're getting used to those ones, eh? You like that? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I mean, if you got your timing right, it'd be great. Yeah, timing's everything. Uh, I think I think the thing with that story, though, is it's like, it was crazy because this this is this is real. Like someone actually yeah. had that happen to them, uh, and I suppose it really just highlights the fact of you can ask all the right questions and you get all the right answers, but as soon as he opened it up, it was like, oh wow, that there was more to that. I just didn't ask it. So, well, and that's the thing: asking actually asking the right questions is is critical. And as you may have noticed, we did a bit of a teaser at the start. We dangled a little bit of bait there about the hiring process. The thing we're talking about today is is reference checking, which is you know where you go back and actually talk to previous employers about their performance. And there's yeah. not really many better tests than how they behaved on a previous job. That's a pretty good test. Yeah, uh, 100%. It's easy to fake an interview. It's kind of difficult to fake job performance over a period of months or years. Definitely. And if they can fake it for years, that's okay. We probably want them anyway. So that, that's good. Um, <laughs> well, if you can fake it for years, you're kind of not faking anymore. That, that's right. Yeah, when does faking turn into job. like good? I don't know. That's a whole other thing. Anyway, so um, yeah, obviously they talked to the previous employer, they spilled the beans, and they're actually pretty excited for them to go. So that that would be, uh, I, I probably wouldn't hire that person. I don't know about you, Phil. Probably a no go. I'd probably think twice, or at least look at some other candidates. Some other candidates. That's, uh, I think that's pretty sensible, mate. <laughs> Phil's responsible for hiring here at Profitable Trade as well. So I'm, I'm good. I'm pretty happy to hear that, mate. Happy days. <laughs> that's right. So. Um, yeah, what's the what's the solution here, mate? How do how do we how do we, you know, what can we do here to make sure that we give ourselves the best chance? I guess. Well, look, I think the first thing is we really need to use that hiring process. So, like we're saying, you know, I know the day's been long, I know the day's been hard, I know there's a lot on your plate, and you're getting a million different questions and phone calls, but you have to follow this process, and you have to do every step. So, we obviously have the eleven step hiring process, uh, which we've been through in, in previous um trainings and episodes and hey look we'll we'll definitely cover it again don't worry about that but uh you know tony why don't you run us through the 11 step process uh and then what we'll do is we'll zero in on the main solution yep. we're doing today which is which is that reference checking 100%. Forward. i think that's really the key yeah so i guess we have a process because you want to assess people from a number of different angles uh you know not only their behavior but their skills and a whole bunch of stuff their attitudes so first thing is you need a good job description. You need to you know, actually write out on paper what you want this person to do, what you expect them to do, what their key performance indicators are, so you kind of got a way of judging. So that's important. You market the position. Uh, I need to put my spectacles on because this blinking writing is quite small. And uh, now that I'm over 40, only just, um, it's a struggle. So we need to market the position, and that means we, you know, we create good job ads, and that's a whole other story, which we'll do it, which we'll do it uh, at another time. Uh, you put them you know, on your online marketing directories, your, your socials, all that sort of stuff. You get an application, ask them to put a CV and a cover letter and, and um, 
together, send that to you. Can they follow instructions is important. You shortlist them. You do a quick telephone interview. Uh, and that's a quick screening interview just to make sure whether they're you know, worthwhile taking further in the process. And we have scripts for this. You, know, you want a process to follow. You do a face-to-face interview. Again, this you, know, you want to have a script and a format you follow for that. It's no point just Googling some questions just before you do the interview. That's not ideal. Um, and even worse, asking questions you don't even know what answers you're looking for. That's, that's a bit of a problem uh, as well. So you do need to practice this. You do some pre-employment checks, which is you know, your drug tests, your police checks, you're checking the, the you know, covered off with the regs. With, with whatever authority you know you're, you're working with, uh, that kind of thing. Um, psychometric testing, so you know you can do some personality profiling, behavioural profiling can be really super useful. You know, for example, you might have um, someone who who's going to be in people's homes. You're doing a lot of service and maintenance work, so they're going to talk to a lot of homeowners. They need to be you know, kind of a salesman, salesperson as well. Uh, so you wouldn't want you know a person who's kind of has like a axe murderer personality, well, not not axe murderer, but you know, like who's, who's super gruff, who's like a, a really good worker, but maybe they're better on a commercial construction site where they're not dealing with clients. It's, that's more what I'm saying. So you can figure that out. 100%. And I think like more importantly is like, hey, you might not personality and psychometric test every single tradesman you hire or tech, but if you're hiring people into management roles and things, uh, I think this is pretty important. Like uh, no point in hiring someone who's going to be a terrible manager to be an operations manager. If that makes that's right. Sense. Yeah, if they've got no people focus or whatever, then that's a problem. The next yes. step, step nine, is the reference check, and we're going to go into that today. That's super useful, and you ideally want to do a couple of those. If you can do an on-the-job interview, you know, if you can see them actually roll, particularly for uh, you know a tradesperson or a technician's type role, because it is a it's a kinesthetic thing. It's like you got to use your hands, and can they do stuff? Now, this is not always possible, I know, but if if you can wing it, you know, make it work, then that's good. Then you make the job offer, and so that's that's sort of the process, uh, and. You know, you want to have a process. You don't want to take too long getting the process done because um, obviously if someone's good, you need to get onto it. But following a process is, is important. But we want to talk about, well, I guess the first thing is you want a process. That helps. Uh, and then the next thing today is like, if you pull out one thing of this that's just going to you know make a big difference, I think doing the reference checking is, is, is killer. It's going to help. Yeah, massively. And I think the big thing with this is, you know, a lot of people out there, they're going to be like, hey, look, I have, I have reference checked before. But it didn't really feel like there was much value in it. You know, I called up, hey, were they any good? Of course the person says yes. I mean, like, Tony, if I was ever, you know, going to go somewhere else and I left you as a reference, I would have told you, hey, uh, mate, can you be a reference for me? Um, And at that point, if I get a bad reference, I know it was from you. And you know that as well, which means that you're probably not going to say too many terrible things. Uh, firstly, because A, I gave somebody who's going to be a good reference for me. And secondly, because you don't want to be dropping yourself in it. You know, 100%. Right. Yeah. So, so I think a lot of the time we, we missed the point, but there's some really great questions that we've got in here that will actually make that that reference check not just worthwhile again, but actually super powerful. Yeah. And that's that's what we're getting at today. Yeah. So let's let's bust open this this reference checking thing. I think the first thing is that you you want a script for this. You want to you want the thing written out beforehand so you know what you're following. You're not just winging it or making it up on the fly because, as Phil said, you just ask a couple of questions. You know, that's that might be okay, but it, you really need the, the script to drill down into the key details. And I think let, let's bust open what those are. The first thing is uh, you use the reference. The reference check has two things. You, you want to assess the quality of the person that you're hiring, and you also want to assess the quality of the reference. So not all references are created equal, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, if it's a previous employer, great. If it's uh, the prospect's mother, I mean, Jesus, this is probably not the best reference as to the quality of their work. 
That that's um, right. Or or maybe question it's, will leave in the quality of their character. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, hopefully, everyone's mother loves them. Well, yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> anyway, that's another whole topic of conversation. Um, not enough hugs as a parent, as a child. We'll move on from that one. Uh, the thing is, like, if they are your, if they're a friend, you know, maybe they, if you've got a friend working at the same business, that's not worth as much as a direct uh, employer or direct boss. No. Uh, and, you know, if they've been a direct boss for two months, that's not as worth as much as a year or five years, obviously. So we want to figure out the quality of the reference. That's, that's another thing. Yeah. Uh, and and you, you also can use the reference as, like, a, a BS detector of their CV. So, you know, you, you ask questions about the role and how long they were there and check that that matches up with the CV. That's like a bit of a BS detector. You know, see if there's any holes there that's like, hello, what, yeah, what's totally. going on here? So that's it's, that's another thing. Sometimes, I mean, if you do see a red flag in the CV, then you're able to actually check that with the with the employer. Like, hey, I've noticed that Tony had a three-year gap uh, prior to working with you in his CV. So he had one job, then there was a three-year space, and then he worked with you. Uh, hey, do you have any idea what happened in that three-year gap? Maybe you just missed something. And our previous employer says, oh, no, that was when Tony was in jail. And he's, oh, okay, well, that was good to know. The sheriff. <laughs> the sheriff was looking for him. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, you test that out. And then the next thing you, you can ask questions about is what type of work that they do now and how that relates to what you want them to do. Because, uh, for example, if you are hiring a, um, uh, a, a project manager or an operations manager, and the person that your uh, the reference was as a tradesperson or a technician out in the field doing you know out in the field doing the jobs on the tools, okay, that's good. It'll speak to their character, but it's not the same job. And that's so right. you'd you'd perhaps treat it a little differently. It still might be helpful, but it's a little different as well. Um, so that would be another thing. Um, yeah. Sorry, I th- I think you've got something there, mate, or not so much. And <laughs> I'll hold it. You go. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, so you're remarkably quiet today. I'm trying not to cough. Okay, there you go. Um, so, and then you can ask any other specific questions about the role as well. So, you know, um, I, I may, maybe you're getting an electrician, you're looking for a Sparky, but your business does a lot of solar, so you might want to ask some questions about that, just just as an example. Um, so, so yeah, um, I've actually got the reference checking template that we use. It's sitting here. I'm just going to check if there's anything else I've missed. Um I don't think there is. There's one pretty important question, Tony. It's probably my favorite question in the uh, ah yes, the that question. What so makes it all all this is, worthwhile? This is the this is the Mac Daddy question that you've got to ask. Now, most people will ask a, a variation of this question, which is not the right part. So most people say, "Oh, would you hire this person again?" Uh, that's not the right question. The right question is this, and this is the Mac Daddy question. Uh, and it's this, on a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is never and 10 is no question, how likely would you be to re-employ John? So let me yeah. just read that again. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is never, no chance in hell, and 10 is no question, I'll do it tomorrow, how likely uh, would you be to re-employ John? That's the question. You ask that question at the end, this is the most important part. And here's how it rolls. Now, uh, if you ask them if they'd like to they'd hire you again, you'll get weak answers, but this gives a strength on how, how much they liked the person. So a 9 or a 10 is what you're looking for. A 9 or a 10 means they were awesome. A 7 or 8 means they were okay, kind of neutral. And any less than a 7, they were terrible. Yeah. Now, 
quick caveat here is, I mean, again, just to reinforce what Tony said, firstly, like if you ask them, would you hire them again? This person's going to say yes. They know they're being a reference. They know that the person they're giving a reference for knows the reference they're going to give. So if they say no, that's going to reflect badly on them. They won't do it or otherwise they'll feel like they're not in integrity and they'll feel like a dick. Uh, on the other hand, you know, when you give the scale, then they have to actually rate it. And there's a real clever subconscious thing here is they'll give a nine or a 10 if, if, uh, if they're dead keen and the person is great. Now, there's one exception to the seven, eight rule. If they give an eight, I would clarify. I'd say, hey, that's really interesting. Uh, in my mind, that says there's a 20% chance you wouldn't rehire the person. Uh, is there anything to that? And then the referee might say, oh, I just don't really give tens. And I say, well, hey, let's say you gave tens. What would you rate? Oh, definitely 10 then. I just, yeah, don't really give tens. Then you go, okay, cool. On the other hand, you might say, you know, is there anything to that? And they go, oh, well, yeah, I mean, I'd give them a 10. It's just that, yeah, I suppose, you know, they're, they get they're late often. But other than that, they're a 10. And so usually that will uncover a little truth about them. Now, on the other hand, if they give a seven, Tony, I'd almost write that off too. Yep. Like anything lower than a six, and this is someone trying to be nice, because yep. they know that they don't want to be, you know, they think 50% is good, 60, yep. 70% is good. But honestly, like if they're a seven, I'd be like, nah, don't hire that person. This is the referee trying to be nice and not say that the person's terrible, but also not really putting their stamp of approval there. 100%. So people do tend to be nice. You know, there are some people who will, who will give you the honest truth, uh, who don't care, but most people kind of gild the lily a bit. They kind of try to be nice. Uh, so it's a, it's a very powerful question, a great way to finish the interview, uh, the, the reference check. <coughs> Excuse me. So on a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is never, no chance ever, and 10 is, you know, I'd do it tomorrow, how likely are you to rehire them? And that's the question you want to ask. Ideally, yeah, you want that right. 9 or 10. That's that's a good one. Uh, right. And look, we've had lots of our members use this script, and, uh, you know, first time they're like, oh, well, an 8 sounds okay. After we've told them, it's 9 or a 10. And they'll come back and say, oh, he was an eight. I'm like, oh, he was an eight, was he? What was oh, he like? Mate, I, can't, I can't tell you the amount of times I've spoken to a client and they've just had someone leave or figured out someone's a dud and had to get rid of them. And I've said, hey, did anything come up in the interview process? Anything that you, you know, in the hiring process that stood out to you? Any red flags that maybe we can look at, look for next time? And they go, you're going to kick my ass for this, Phil. I say, what is it? And they say, look, honestly, when I reference checked, they were they were a seven. Uh, but I but I I asked, and the person said, no, 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 they're great, but seven. And I'm like, dude, you you know you shouldn't have taken them on, and and they say, yeah, I know, but oh, I was I was desperate, I needed the yeah. person. Yeah. And look, I I've, I've almost never seen a seven work out in honesty. So seven's not good. The other thing is, people say they didn't actually do the reference check, which is a big miss. So if you can yeah. reference check, have a process, but reference check and look for for uh, nines or eights. Yeah. Uh, eights, now, just, nines or tens, sorry. Nines or tens, not nines, nines or eights. Or tens nines or tens. Eights, eights question it. Very big, real big. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That is neutral. Now, hey, just before we land this plane, I've got one more little Easter egg in here, which I think is, is important. It's been working well for some of our members. Now, I know a lot of you guys are going to be, um, yeah, trying to hire and, and grow your team. And I know that, you know, good text and tradesmen don't grow on trees. So, in this case, a little, uh, little hack you can do with your reference check. If you're asking for references from a potential employee, Something you might come across a lot is, hey, look, I don't really want to give my current employer because if I give them as a reference, um, they'll know I'm trying to leave. And if I don't get the job, then I'm in the poo. 
Uh, and a little workaround, I mean, I would still try to get at a previous employer, maybe the one before that, but a little workaround that you can do, which is pretty cool, as you say, cool, are there any other senior tradesmen or techs that you work with currently that wouldn't mind giving a reference for you? Now, here's the trick. If they give you a name, uh, the person they give you is another senior tradesman or tech who's probably got a reasonable standing in the company who is unhappy because otherwise, why would they give a reference? They would tell the boss straight away. This person is probably also unhappy. Now, they're not the strongest reference, but they're another potential hire. Mm -hmm. Do the reference check with this person. And when you finish it, finish by saying, and by the way, are you happy? Uh, and the referee will say, what do you mean? And you say, well, look, it just strikes me as odd that you're giving a reference to someone to leave the company. Um, is there anything to that? Are you happy where you are? If not, why don't we have coffee sometime? Nothing to leave. That's worth cheering. I just got it in there, mate. That's a that's a bit of gold right there. So alrighty, let's let's land this plane. This is uh, this has been juicy, man. So if you're wondering how to choose uh, the winner and not the loser uh, in terms of hiring people, have a process, but do your reference checks and ask that key question on a scale of one to ten. Uh, remember, that's the key one. Uh, you know, how likely are you, are you to rehire them? One is never. Ten is extremely likely. That's the key one. Make sure you ask that question. Thanks for listening. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast, there's four ways we can help your business. Number one, grab a free copy of my book called The Profitable Trading, and it's at profitabletradybook.com forward slash podcast. Two, join my free Facebook group at profitabletrady.com forward slash group. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search Profitable Trading in the YouTube search bar. Or four, book a free 15-minute phone call to find out about our coaching programs at profitabletrady.com forward slash podcast call. Or if you can't remember any of that, just check out the session notes.